Hello, everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, the big show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast that is recorded in our Hemi-powered coupe. That's right, we're driving in the Hemi studio today. The old Chrysler 300 CSRT. And away we go. And away we go. We're talking quickly. today about quickly. a topic that's been <laughs> on um, a lot of discussion lately. Because it's about masks. Masks. And their use. Now, I do have an article that uh, I think I may refurbish a little bit and put on the front page again of our website that I wrote about masks. Uh, when to use which kinds. But, of course, when to use which kinds only is relevant if you can actually get what kind. You know, yeah. get, get the masks. So We're not talking today about the gas masks you'd use if somebody tipped over a tank of ammonia near you. And we're not even really talking about the N95 masks, which are kind of made out of unobtainium right now. So we, we can talk a little bit about them because yeah. they, they do have a special place. And there is a specific purpose for them. And we have a box of them, in fact. And we do have a box of them <laughs> have because had for years. preppers. Today we're talking about the uh, garden variety particulate filter masks, uh, such as are used in uh, general clinical work and the cloth versions that a lot of people are wearing now to reduce COVID transmissions. Are they effective and will... Okay, I can't even come out and say some of the idiotic stuff I've read about masks this last month. Are right, you, let's just let's just put to rest some idiotic statements about masks. May I, may I go ahead? You are not going to oxygen deprive yourself by wearing a surgical mask or a air permeable mask of any kind. Now, if you make a, a a mask out of cellophane, yeah, maybe you could do that. <laughs> not recommended. Not recommended. Do not try this at home. You know those bags that say this bag is not a toy? That means don't make a mask out of it either. Sadly. Spaceman's uh, biff. I have experience with that. <laughs> I was a kid. When I was a little kid, I had a bag, a plastic bag with my uh, uh, minkos in them. What are minkos? That's an entirely different story. Minkos are the coolest things ever, and you'll just have to Google it. Um, because you, unless you were in the Japan in the 60s, you will have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay, anyway, but I kept my minkos in this plastic bag, and it was during the, the time when the Apollo missions were going on, so I thought I'd be an astronaut and put this plastic bag over my head. That was about as strong a whooping as I ever got. <laughs> His mom saw that, and it was go time on my hind end. <laughs> You're motivated not to do but that. But I never ever put again. a plastic bag over my head again. So now they put warning labels. Okay, for that warning label, it's me. It's my fault. Somebody heard that I did it, and they said, "Oh, some stupid kid's going <laughs> to play a spaceman in his Minko's bag." And anyway, and but, it's going to be a four-year-old who sometime, somehow magically knows how to read completely and reads the warning on the bag and doesn't do it. Surprisingly, the, the, the masks they make for doctors and nurses to use in surgery not cellophane are not made. Yeah, yeah. they are air permeable. That is the uh, the real reality check here. First, that they wear them at all, and why do they wear them? So that stuff they're breathing doesn't get into the wounds they're opening. And second, they're doing highly technical work for hours and hours on end in what are actually really some challenging conditions. Because I don't know if you've ever been in a surgical suite, but it can oh, be yeah. dead hot under those lights. 
Even though it's cold as heck. Yeah, it's cold. sweet. Yeah. The uh, actual lights itself get really hot. Yeah. And the surgeons and scrub nurses and things have to stand often very still for lots of hours on end to do that. It's And they're doing, you know, they have to be on top of their game because nobody inside is just like the uh, models and uh, nobody's ever read the script. Things go wrong a lot. Or so, you get, they get in there and they're like, oh, that did not show up on the MRI. Yeah. Well, I'm here. I'm fixing that while we're here. That kind of stuff. So, long story short, they're in these masks for hours and hours and hours, and they don't fall over. Kaboom! Doing really tricky work, and it's fine. So, there's some evidence right there uh, that these guys are fine. Uh, are you rebreathing your CO2? Not to any meaningful level. If you were, your breathing would speed up considerably like you do when you're sprinting. You, bre- you have a lot higher CO2 concentration in your lungs after a sprint than you do when you've been wearing a mask for hours. And your breathing pattern shows that. And if you want to Google all the people wearing the oxygen sensors because you don't believe me that they keep the oxygen plenty high, fine. Unless you have an oxygen sensor like ours, which always shows low on everybody. Because <laughs> ours is kind of a piece of... Well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, pressing right along. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. The whole... I just can't breathe with a mask on is really, it makes me feel uncomfortable for X many reasons, and I don't want to. Yeah. That's what it really is. Yeah, it's hotter. It is. Yeah, it's a little stuffy. It is. Yeah, you look like a dork. It's true. Mm. But you look like a smart dork. (laughs) You look like a considerate dork. (laughs) Okay. So the other half of it, do they work to help reduce, to stop disease transmission? Stop it? No. They're not going to stop it. Some air gets around or at the edges of the mask. Are they going to reduce it? Yeah. Are they going to reduce it by a lot? Yeah. How are they most effective when worn by the person who's actually got the thing they're trying not to spread? They're better at catching the little, uh, tiny little micro spit droplets is what they are that are exhaled during normal, normal breathing to a small extent, speech to a larger extent, coughing and singing to a pretty good extent, and sneezing, they're expelled like crazy. They catch all those things. Uh, they don't catch every single one of them, but they catch the vast majority of them, which means they both reduce trans- the amount of transmissions to other people and they reduce the severity of transmissions because dose matters. You hear about, oh, yeah, she tested positive, but she had no symptoms. Or she tested positive and she died of it. The difference between those two things might be the immune status of the person, but it also just might be the dose. The higher the dose, the more rapidly the uh, virus multiplies and the more damage it does in the meantime. The less, the less opportunity your immune system has to fight the good fight. Yeah. Now, um, for a lot of people up until this point in time, the surgical masks have kind of been moot. 
because you just couldn't get them. Or they were prohibitively expensive, ridiculously expensive. Um, as of today, and I'm going to go ahead and post this on July 4th or July 3rd. Um, I'll post this when we get home. You can get them for $4.99 for 10 which is still ridiculously priced, but um, at Harbor Freight. And they're not short on them. At least in our part of the world. At least in our can. part of the world, they're not short on them. You can go to Harbor Freight and get a package of 10 I do think they limit these to like three packages. But still, you can get them. And they're limiting them, kind of keeps them available. Now, you can, if as long as you don't slobber these things up, you can reuse them. And here's Salty's trick for reusing them. You take them off when you're done with them. I'll come back to that. You take them off when you're done with them. And you let them hang where the sunshine will shine on them. Because this virus does not like sunshine. And the the UV rays will sanitize the mask over time. Now, we read a report that you can sanitize N95 masks by putting them into uh, a homemade autoclave. And why? what we mean by that is if you've got one of those Instant, Instant Pots, one of those Instant Pot uh, pressure cookers, you can sanitize your, your N95. Well, you can probably sanitize all your masks. Um, but we, we only know that the N95 will hold up to I can't imagine these wouldn't hold up to it, these paper masks. I can't imagine where that would be a problem. But um, we know you can do that. So you can reuse your masks. These are not one-time-use masks necessarily. But, of course, you should... Um, uh, one thing that you know people will, will mock people and make fun of people wearing masks in their car. You know, what does that person do? Well, that person may be just going from one stop to another stop. And you don't want to be taking your mask on and off and on and off because you're just making your risk of exposure much higher as you're doing that. So if you're going to be doing a two-second two or two-minute stop, this, um, you know, and we then going on to the next place, just leave your mask on until you're done. And then when you take your mask off, of course, then you want to use your your uh, uh, stuff, your hand stuff. Yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody once, and they started sneering at people who wear their masks in their car. And I'm like, I'm one of those people. Because the way I was taught mask use in a more medical setting. Actually, no, you A research it. setting, actually. And the rule is you don't touch the mask to take it off until you can wash your hands right afterward. So I'd stop in at a store, I'd put the mask in, I'd pick up my stuff, I'd go to drive home, and I'd leave the mask on until I got inside. You take off my, take off the mask, immediately wash the hands. So, yeah. So but, that's the actual right way to do it, and that's why some people are doing it that now. Remember, some people are a lot more um, in danger from this thing than you might be. They may have heart problems. They may be a cancer survivor. They may be on chemo. You don't know. There's also a small but real, apparently, subset of people without indications of serious problems that develop serious problems. It's not common for people without underlying conditions to have serious complications, but it's happening. And when enough people get it, the numbers of those people add up. So... It, it's a thing. So, most effective when worn by the person who's got it, who may or may not have symptoms. 
from the best data I could see, there's lots of studies out there. I try and filter mine by the quality of the people putting it out and the quality of the journals, which a lot of people wouldn't know off the top of their head. The best I've seen was about 90% reduction of, trans of uh, release of inhalable particles to a partner standing near you if you're wearing it. But if the other person is breathing it all in your direction and you're wearing a mask, it cuts it by at least 60. And that's, that is that's real. significant and useful. That's real. Yeah. And not only cuts your, your risk, but it, it cuts, again, down the amount of, even if some does get through, it cuts down the amount of what gets through. Yeah. And if you do the math, if both people are wearing a mask, one has reduced the transmission by 90%. And then the inhaler has reduced the that ten percent by another sixty percent. You're down to something like a four percent transmission of opposed to just standing there talking to each other face to face. And that's real and valuable. So I I hate to see it politicized. Right. Because it's, a, it's just ridiculous. And the whole idea that uh, you know, I hate seeing people mocking others for for taking care of themselves. I mean, if somebody if somebody's wearing a mask before COVID, would you mock them? No. You think, oh my, that person's on chemo or something. Well, yeah, that person is immunosuppressed or something, or that person's an Oriental person for whom wearing a mask during flu season is normal. Yeah, they Oriental were. people do this all the time. It is the norm in uh, Japanese culture and in South Korean culture. It's the norm. It's considered the polite thing to do to not help spread the disease through the community. Because, you know, it's not only the COVID thing. It's going to be effective for all the other respiratory-linked viruses that we pass around among ourselves. And it even helps reduce transmission of the stuff that you transfer by touch, because you touch your face less. Just... If you're wearing the thing, put it over your nose and mouth and leave it there yeah, until there, you take it off no, and wash your hands. There's no point if you're, you know, unless you put it over your mouth and nose, don't even put it on. I mean, just don't waste your time. Don't waste my my time mocking you for doing that because I will mock you if, if I see that. That's one way I will mock you if you see that. You know, it's, I've been to through fast food restaurants where they are requiring their employees to wear uh, masks. I've been through... I go to Mickey D's to pick up their drinks because they're only 99 cents and I'm a cheap sucker. Um, and, you know, they'll have those masks on around their chins. You know, that's on management. That's on management. Yeah. The thing that, is... That is uh, somebody who should be um, trained. It's not a political statement. It's really not saying that you do or do not think this is a major serious problem that everybody needs to worry about. It's not saying you do or do not think any political scheme should or should not be put into action. All it says to me is, hey, I know this virus is out there, and I know that there are a subset of people who have really bad consequences if they get it, and I know that if I'm wearing a mask, I'm not going to give it to them. And that is yeah. enough reason for me. It now, looks to me like consideration, not like a political statement. I'll look at it another another way, too. Is, is one of the things that I'm saying 
when I wear a mask is also I don't trust these other people. Now let me explain. How many times have you been to the to the in the in the uh, bathroom at a public place and see somebody come out of the stall and just walk straight out? They just walk. They don't wash their hands at all, you know. And they'll walk over and they'll grab the door of the bathroom and they'll open it up. After you know, this they might have been there dropping a log. You don't know. Probably did. That's what it's for. <coughs> And they're doing this stuff. And you're just like, nah, I'm not touching that thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not I, either. I, I but that's why we, when we go to the restaurants, we carry our little uh, hand cleaner things with us because we don't know. Um, you know. And we trust people who work at restaurants to have washed their hands and to be wearing appropriate things so they don't get hair in the food and stuff like that. But we we protect ourselves anyway with hand sanitizers and stuff like that because we just can't trust everybody. And this is, you know. The concept is one from medicine called universal precautions. You treat every sample as if you know it's infected because sooner or later you'll be right and you don't know when. And my next question is, and this is for everybody of all political and uh, political persuasions and outlooks. How well do you trust that stranger standing next to you? How well do you trust them? If you trust them implicitly not to be out when they're sick. Or when they're infected and don't know it. Or when they're infected and don't know it. That's right. Because a lot of people are infected and don't know it. You trust them to, to not have it then, you know, maybe you ought to rethink your, your uh, I, don't, I don't trust other people. I, I take care of myself. And that's what wearing masks are. Wearing masks are our way of preparing ourselves to be as protected as possible. And we'd like to encourage people to think of it the same way. This is what we can do to protect ourselves. Because we can't stop going to the grocery store entirely. And our neighbors. Honestly, I'm not wor- that worried about getting this, but that's me, and I wear it anyway, because I don't want to give it to anybody. Yeah, we have a good uh, article on 3BY that I highly recommend you read if you have questions of, of what all this stuff is for. Uh, it was written by a, uh, a brilliant doctor, friend of ours, who, frankly, you know, says, she said, you know, this is for Grandma. We're protecting grandma here. We're not protecting ourselves. So anyway, time to go. We're, we're at the grocery store, so we're going to go in, put on our masks, and go, <laughs> go into the grocery store. That's the thing. Bye.